Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him, and today I have a special guest on my podcast. We are going to talk about how dads can be involved in homeschooling, and my husband will be joining us. My husband Steve is here. Hello. And we are going to talk about his role in our homeschool and how he help support me and the way he is involved and everybody has um, different lifestyles with um, family Um, some husbands work a lot some work from home but no matter what your family situation we are going to talk about a dad's role and how important it is and really most importantly aside from the homeschooling and aside from the teaching a dad's role is really a spiritual leader in the house, and he is the head of the house. So he really has the most important role. Um, and homeschooling, you know, we always think as the moms that it's all about us, but really the dads without them and without them supporting us, we would really um, have a hard time. So we need them to lead us and we need them to support us. And, um, we are actually very blessed because Steve works from home many days. But he actually doesn't really help with the homeschooling, even though he is home quite often. He doesn't help with the actual homeschooling itself, but he helps in other ways. So, Steve, why don't you talk about how you help on a daily basis? Well, first, um, I just uh, want to thank you for having me on your (laughs) podcast. And um, I guess the, the first thing for dads that's really more important or most important is to support your wife, um, as she's doing this, um. As she's going through her day, she's in it by herself. And when you come home from work or from if you're working at home, um, you need to support her um, and give her some downtime so that she can kind of de-stress. Um, so I think that's that's a huge important part of it um, before the kids. Um, the next thing with kids, with the kids and their homeschooling, uh, like Karen said, I'm not really big when it comes to the actual teaching of the kids. Um, sometimes she'll bring me in as a hired gun, as in, I don't understand this algebra anymore. Can no, it's you... really, um, I'm done with algebra. I can't do it anymore. You need to take over. <laughs> so then I get to come in and I get to try to figure out um, how uh, to teach this algebra. Uh, I come from, when I was in school, I wasn't really the best student in the world, um, so the algebra and the math don't come easy to me. But as I've gotten older, uh, I see how uh, how I could have learned it better, and I try to apply that when I'm teaching the kids. Uh, I try to apply it to everyday situations. Uh, for an example, you know, if the kids are learning multiplication or they're learning some kind of algebra or dividing or whatever it may be, um, if I'm working on a project, I like to call them over and say, hey, this is what I'm working on. This is a real life situation. And this is how what you're learning is being applied. Um, I like to draw. So uh, I like to use pictures when I'm teaching them and I'm showing them things. Uh, So that's really important too as well and I think uh, because Karen's in it all the time and she's working one-on-one with them sometimes when they just have a fresh face or someone who is not burnt out 
by trying to help them all the time. Uh, you come at it from a different point of view. You bring a different uh, style to the to the table that the kids may enjoy or just it might not be the norm. Okay, so that's like on a daily basis when I, uh, basis when I need to call Steve for help because maybe my one son, he just learns very differently and Steve relates to him a lot better. So sometimes I call him in and, and if we're struggling and I say maybe you can take over. But I know a lot of da dads out there can't actually do that because they don't work from home. So if a dad d is not home during the day, what are ways they can help either in the evening or the weekends? How are ways they can um, be helpful and how can we think out of the box as dads helping in homeschool? Because as you guys know out there, if you've listened to me or read my blogs for any period of time, you know that I'm all about hands-on learning and you know, learning for real life, and I'm not about a textbook. I'm not about preparing kids for tests. So we're all about real life learning in our house. So that is really um, helpful for dad's involvement because they can really be teaching all that real life learning stuff. So Steve, on the weekends or whenever dads have time, what do you think um, are ways that dads can be involved? Well, like I think like I said before is, uh, I try to get them involved in everyday projects that I'm working on, um, whether it be building the chicken coop or cutting the grass or um, whatever it may be. I try, first of all, I try to instill some kind of responsibility. If we say we're going to get something done, then we work our hardest to get that done. Um, if we say we're going to do something and that's on the schedule for the day, uh, we're going to work our best to get that done. And that carries over to school. If you say you're going to write a paper and you have to have that paper done, well, just because you're homeschooled doesn't mean you get off because you say, oh, I didn't get a chance to do it. Your mother's going to be easy on you. Um, I want them to follow through because that's how real life is going to be. When they get into the real world, they're not going to tell their boss, oh, well, I couldn't really do it. I'll have it for you tomorrow. That doesn't Just work. Minute, they are in the real world right now. <laughs> When I when they have a job and they're trying to support their family, I'm teasing Steve because as I always write about that, uh, as homeschoolers we are living in the real world. That's one of the things I always have a little issue with when people say, "Well, someday when they're in the real world," and I always say they are in the real world right now. <laughs> Correct. I'm, I'm teasing him. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I I just really would like them to. Um, be able to use what they're learning during the week and apply it to something that they can see how it's going to work in in everyday life. Um, you see, know. Steve is really hands-on. He doesn't sit still. Like, for instance, he had about 20 minutes spare time yesterday. I told him and um, uh, the kids to decide what we were going to do for dinner, if we were going to order pizza or if we were going to go out to dinner. And I came inside and I hear... <laughs> And I look out the window, and he's cutting down a tree. And I say, what are you doing? And he says, oh, this tree's bothering me, so I'm going to cut it down. Because he cannot sit still. He's always working on a project. He has a huge work ethic. And while I laugh about that, because 
He has a way better work ethic than I do. I am very, very glad for that because he's teaching my boys, especially about work ethic and about, you know, um, getting things done. And he's the type that when he's over there deciding to cut the tree down on a whim, that he will grab the boys and say, you're going to learn how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do this. So he is homeschooling the kids all the time. It's not just about the hours of nine to three and homeschooling when I have the books open or, you know, the curriculum. He is teaching them so much more about real life and skills and things that they will need to know because, you know, we're not just raising these um, kids to be students. We're raising them, the boys, we're raising them to be fathers. He's teaching them how to be a father. He's teaching them how to um, provide for their families. Um, you know, he has his own business, so he's teaching them work ethic. They see how hard he works, that he's up at four in the morning and he's working on projects for clients. And they're seeing that on a daily basis. So he's really educating them in life every single day. Uh, let me just say that the uh, lesson for cutting down the tree that day <laughs> to the boys was not how to cut down the tree, but how to prioritize because... <laughs> I was supposed to be in the house recording this podcast <laughs> and the podcast didn't get recorded and Karen stood on the front porch and said, we were supposed to rec be recording the podcast. Why are you cutting down a tree she right now? He has a little bit of ADD. Right. <laughs> but he is always working and he's always busy and he doesn't take 20 minutes of spare time to just do nothing. He will always fill it in with something to do. There's always a project to do. There's always a tree to cut down, a uh, chicken coop to build, or something to make. He's always working, and I'm, I'm very glad for that. But there is always a time and a place for a tree, and there's a time and a place for a podcast. <laughs> so we balance, we balance each other out. So that was the lesson for yesterday. It wasn't cutting down the tree. But really... Um, our, our husbands have such a role in the homeschool, and so many times we think homeschooling is about, you know, us as mothers and what we do. And just a small part of homeschooling, I always feel, is about the textbooks and about the curriculum and about what takes place during the day, you know, in school hours. But really, homeschooling is such a lifestyle, and it's a never-ending day of learning. And we see every opportunity, whether it's on the lesson plan or it's during the um, school time or not, as an opportunity to learn. Um, taking field trips, Steve likes to take, I'm not much of a hiker, but Steve likes to take the kids hiking, and he'll use that opportunity. They learn so much out in nature. He'll take them out in the woods, and they're learning, and they're exploring, and, um, you know, he'll use all those opportunities to teach them. So you really can think outside of the box because so many wives, uh, wives out there might say, well, my husband isn't home, you know, during the day. And, you know, really Steve isn't just because he's home. He's really not involved in much of the curriculum, like I said, unless I'm just done with algebra and need reinforcements. But he is involved in such a different level of teaching them. Um, you know, he takes my daughter with him on errands. Um, you know, he helped her to open up her checking account and is teaching her how to manage her money and things like that. Things that we don't look at as, um, cause they, you know, they don't get graded. They're not on the lesson plan book, but the, he's teaching them so many more things, just engaging with them. He is always talking to them. Um, if he takes, I know when he takes Grace, my daughter for a ride in the car, they're talking, they're engaged. He's, 
um, talking with the boys when he has them out about different things. So you really can think outside of the box. It's not really just dad's involvement in the home school, but dad's involvement in educating our children and raising our children. And most importantly, as I said earlier, is dad is the spiritual leader of the house. And if that isn't a number one thing in your home, if dad isn't involved in um, teaching with the Bible and praying with your kids and reading together, then that really should be the number one thing to, that they see that daddy is teaching them spiritually. We just started, um, you guys would know this that follow me on the blogs, but we just started reading through the Bible together as a family. And so far, I think we're into it, what, like four days, five mm -hmm. days? And it's it's great. We're spending, you know, half an hour or so just reading straight through. Um, and I can't see any better lesson for our children than to be reading, having the experience of reading through God's word together with mommy and daddy. And um, I just think it's it's the most important lesson they probably will ever learn in our in our family. I, I think, uh, too, going back to spending time with your kids, um, you really can, when you spend time with them and you just interact with them on a daily basis, you get to see um, where their strengths and weaknesses are, not in school, but in life. Um, the other day, just as an example, I like to play video games with the boys. And, you know, one of our boys had lost and he got all upset about losing the video game. Well, that was a character trait that we, you know, that kind of brought that out, that we needed, that I realized we need to work on that. Um, so that's, that's a good thing when you're spending time with your kids, whether, you know, it's video games or chopping down a tree or whatever it is, driving my daughter to the store with me. Um, like Karen said, you get to talk and you get to see where they're at in their life and, you know, things that they are struggling with or, you know, they let you in, give you a little window to, you know, things they're sh maybe struggling with, with school or, you know, my daughter's very vocal with, you know, we keep going back to the algebra, but she's very vocal with the fact that she struggles with algebra. And um, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, so we know that's something we have to work on. And, you know, we wouldn't, I wouldn't know that if, you know, I wasn't able to sit down and talk with her every day. One of the things that I do, if I'm not home all day, or even, even if I am home um, at dinner time, I always like to go around the table and, you know, I'll say, you know, tell me something you learned today. Or uh, for a while we were doing, you know, come up with a fact, like something that I, I don't know. And, you know, they would go and find something that they could tell me that was something interesting. Um, you know, it not always was the most interesting or the most like factual thing in the world. But, you know, maybe it was something I didn't know that was like, you know. It was a way, though, to connect with the kids, even if it wasn't blow you away fact it was a way that they knew that they had to do that for daddy each day right it gave them a responsibility it gave them something to look forward to and you could see in their faces when they told me what it was how excited they'd be about that um and you know because they looked it up they researched it and they told me about it um again when i come home and i ask oh you know what did you guys learn today they're always usually pretty eager to you know step up and tell me what they learned uh, so that's, you know, always, always a great thing. And, and you know, dads have such a unique role because, you know, the kids are stuck with me all day and they see me as the manager of the plan book and the one who is in charge of schoolwork. And, you know, it's, they see me a lot differently than they see him. 
In our house, they see him as the fun one, which is fine by me. And, you know, they will connect with him, though, on a different level. So like he was saying, if there is um, an issue that's going on in one of their lives, I mean, we have a teenager now and one almost teenager. So these are the years that we need to capture their hearts the most. We need to have them... Um, you know, really connect with them because in just a few years, they're gone. They're out of our home and they're adults. This is the time that we need to be really connected with them and make sure that they're grounded, make sure they have their foundation. So I am so grateful that I have him as like my team member that backs me up. So yeah, they may not feel like talking to me at the end of the day about their problems because I've just been with them all day doing their schoolwork and, you know, being the, the bad guy and, uh, putting out all that work for them. But he is the one that they can then at least feel comfortable with. And um, if there's issues, he really makes a big point to connect with each child. He really makes a point to spend individual time with each child. We have one son who loves fishing. So they get to go and they do that often. Um, and, uh, you know, my daughter likes to play basketball. So at night after dinner, they go out. And, you know, it's not always about the basketball. It's about connecting. It's not the activity. It's just being together and um, connecting with the kids. And those are way bigger lessons to be learned in life. The relationships are so important than what really I am teaching academically during the day. Uh, you know, and going back to um, spending time with the kids and uh, spending time with my daughter, you know, some, a lot of the things that I try to teach her is not something that's said. Um, I think when I spend time with her, uh, I'm trying to teach her how someone, how, when she looks for a husband, um, a, you know, husband, boyfriend, whatever it is at the time, that he this is how he should respect her and how he should treat her with respect and how he should talk to her and that's what she should come to expect from um a man in her life and i try to teach her that um when we're out and about and i don't have to say it i don't have to teach it it's just my actions it's the same thing with my boys however i talk to karen is how they're going to pick up that how they're going to talk to their wives um so you know some I, I i catch myself and i say oh the boys are in the room i need to you know, watch how I'm going to say what I'm going to say because I want them to pick up my good habits and, and not my bad habits. And as I always tell my daughter, unfortunately for her, I tell her she needs to find a husband who is equal or better than Steve. And I think she's going to have a hard time finding that because he's just such a good husband and father. <laughs> and he's shooing me and giving me he doesn't like that, but it's true. So um, it's it we they lead by example. Now, one thing I'm thinking of is there are dads who I mean, you know, we're always like, oh, the moms were so tired. We homeschool, blah blah blah. We do all this. Well, guess what? Dads are really busy too. They are shouldering the responsibility usually of the finances. They're out all day if they have a job outside of the home, and if they have a job inside the home, they're still working. It's hard. So, Steve, what do you say when somebody would say, you know, dads come home and they're really tired too and they just want to come home and decompress and they don't really want to be involved. They just want to, you know, do their own thing. Um, I, you know, I, I would have to say that um, it's good to take a little time for yourself. But um, this time, like Karen was saying before, the time that you have with your kids now is like priceless. You're not going to get that back. 
and you have uh, an amazing amount of time after they're out of the home <laughs> to do things for yourself. Um, and you had a bunch of time before uh, they were in your life to do things for yourself. Um, I'm very blessed that Karen gives me my time to kind of do things. My I like to shoot archery. I think archery. that's why he gets up at four in the morning actually to work because he gets to be by himself <laughs> at that time. <laughs> it is quiet at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I won't, I won't uh, deny that. But, um, you know, I get up early because uh, I can get a lot done before everyone wakes up. And it then it frees me up during the day that I can have time to spend with you know, Karen and the kids, um, and help her try to support her if I can during the day. Um, so that, that, you know, I, I guess I, I make that time in the morning to get my work done so that I do, you know, I, I, would I much rather sleep in till now? You can't. Seven o'clock? Your internal clock gets you <laughs> up at four. This is true. But would I, would I much rather sleep till seven o'clock? Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I like to get up early, uh, bang out what I have to do. Sometimes I get more done between the hours of four and six than I could get done the whole day sometimes. Um, and again, that's teaching the children work ethic because I'll say to them, you know, daddy works so hard. He's up early getting his work done so that he can be around later for us, you know, at three o'clock and he's available to us. And, um, you know, having his own business, he's really teaching our boys and, and Grace as well, but you know, how to um, be self-employed and, and a really strong work ethic. Yeah, I think that's one thing that I try to, you know, I, we reinforce the fact that school is important and they need to learn this, you know, they need to learn their math, they need to learn how to read and write and, and do everything. But um, I look for opportunities to try to encourage the kids um, to find something they're passionate about. Our daughter is passionate about photography. So I always try to push and endorse her to do that and say, you know, try to do this, you know, take photos. Let's go over it together. That's something we can do together. Um, I like to shoot photography as well. So that's something that we share. Um, my one son just got into 3d. Um, he doesn't need me to help him as much. He's a very, he's a, a self-starter. Um, he'll sit, when he's done with his schoolwork and work the rest of the day learning how to do 3D. But again, that's something that I have a passion for that I like to do and I can share that with him. Um, I always encourage them and I say to them, listen, you have the time now on my dime while you live in my house to learn something that you could make a career out of. Do it now. Find what you're passionate about because that's what's going to push you on to learn. You don't want to learn something that you're not passionate about, or you don't want to do a job that you're not passionate about. And I think, you know, that's a big thing that I'm always encouraging them to do. I mean, you know, my one son's 12, my other one's 10, and, you know, the other one's going to be turning seven. Um, 10 and seven, they have a little bit of time, but, um, you know, I see that passion in my one son to do 3D. So I encourage him to do that. I, w I want him to, to build that. And again, I say to them, listen, this is the time to do it because you're on my, you're working on my dime. I'm letting you live here. You have time. Take this opportunity and make the most of it mm -hmm. because 
I didn't, you know, I went to school um, and I was always passionate about art. So that was something my dad always encouraged me about. Um, if I had time on a Saturday, he'd say to me, draw, you know, or he would draw with me or he would do stuff like that to help me um, with my art and my drawing skills. And I mean, that's what I've made my career out of. So I try to try, try to pour that into them as well and get them passionate about what they enjoy. So it's almost like it, for us, I am the, you know, the teacher doing the formal, more formal education because I really don't call what I do formal education. We do a lot of life learning, but um, the more formal stuff during the day and he just is like, you know, the take it to the next level and hands-on stuff with the kids. And I think also what he said is so important um, is that I see that as a dad, Steve really connects with each kid and what their passion is and is trying to draw that out, you know, not just for now, but looking to the future. Um, you know, Grace loves photography and talks about wanting to have a photography business someday. So he's been trying to draw that out of her. So in one aspect, he's connecting with them relationship-wise, but he's also uh, noting what their passion is and really drawing that out of them. Because we see as um, in our life now how God has worked so that we can... Um, I do what I love, and I mean, I number one, just love being a mom and raising my kids, but I also get to write and speak and um, encourage other homeschooling families, which has become a small career for me, which I enjoy. And he is doing his business with um, his graphic design, his own business, and we see that there is no other way we would want it right now, that God has led us to this point because we know that doing what we are passionate about, I mean, you only get one chance at this life. Who wants to spend their whole life doing something that they don't enjoy? You spend more hours of your day working than not in life. So we see the importance of, you know, fulfilling your passion and also obviously letting God lead you and show you what he wants for you. Um, but really fulfilling that passion. And um, so Steve is really, he's like their guidance counselor. He's like their guidance counselor. <laughs> he is drawing out of them, you know, and sort of directing them. And who knows, you know, what God has in store for them. It might be a totally different plan than what we see right now, but at least we are working with them to develop those passions. Um, but most importantly, what I would say is I think the most important, and we're going to wrap it up with this, I think the most important thing, if your husband is so short on time and doesn't have a lot of time to spend doing, um, spending time with each child and doesn't have a lot of time, you know, to work with them, like I was saying, and go fishing or to work on 3D or photography or whatever it is. The most important thing they can do every single day as a dad is to read the Bible with their kids. What mm -hmm. do you think? I have to agree. I think we've been doing this, um, reading the Bible together as a family, um, the past couple of days. And I think it's just great because, um, one, it forces... Well, we've always read the Bible, but now we're... Not, well, now with me. And reading through it from front to back. Right. Um, it just, it forces me um, to sit down with them and, and be in the Word with them and discuss it. And it gives us a, a common ground to talk about. Um, so usually, like I was saying around the dinner table, um, I'd say, what did you guys learn today? And they would talk to me about what they learned in their Bible time. And so, I mean... I'm not reading it with them and going it through with them, um, but this just gives us an opportunity to all be on the same page. And uh, So if there's one thing that a dad could do, 
I would say that would be it. If you can't find any time to do anything else, because if you're going to honor God first and above all, then he will bless that. And I believe that if you can read the Bible with your child first and foremost as a dad, that he will open up those ways for you to connect in other ways. But if you're spiritual leading, spiritually leading your children first, that is the most important thing that a father can do. Uh, and I would agree. And, you know, and the other thing is, as you know, you may, you're the head of the household for your, for your family. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't be uh, relatable to your kids. You know, Karen says, oh, I'm the fun one. So it gives me a little bit more leeway to be, you know, to let my guard down. Um, but you're going to make mistakes. Um, and it's okay to let your kids see you make those mistakes. But, you know, explain to them why you made the mistake and why it was a mistake and how you can change that um, going forward. Um, because then that just makes you relatable to them and it makes them, uh, it makes it easier for them to come to you, um, when they have a problem or when they have an issue. Um, so you guys can talk about it. So that is a little bit about how we have daddy involved in our homeschool. I know for every family, it is very different. Um, but I hope that these ideas from Steve, thank you for all your ideas to share, I've, um, would help you as a mom or a dad who is listening to um, realize that our time is short with our kids. We need to make the best of it. We need to make the most of it. And most of all, we need to have God leading us and having our husbands lead our families and um, just let the rest up to God and see what he does. So um, I'd love to hear about how your husbands are involved in your homeschooling. You can visit me on the Facebook page for Simply Living for Him or for Bible-based homeschooling, and um, we can chat about that. And uh, you can buy my books on Amazon.com. All three of them are available right now in paperback and in Kindle. And if you could, you could go uh, – if you have um, – your husband is interested in reading blogs. My husband, Steve, has a blog. It's um, isioutdoors.com. And what that is, is it's a faith-based uh, website, you know, geared towards men, right? Correct. And, and it's, uh, Steve is very outdoorsy, and he enjoys uh, shooting his bow and hunting and uh, hiking and fishing and all that outdoor stuff. But he relates his website to his faith. So um, you can have your husbands check that out. And he has a Facebook page as well. And uh, that would be a great way because, you know, I don't know that there's a lot of dad support out there, homeschooling dad support. So it's a great way for dads to connect, you know, through all that guy stuff, that outdoorsy stuff. Um, but you, you can find Steve over there on the Facebook page as well is ISI Outdoors. Iron sharpens iron. Yes, outdoors. that's what ISI stands for, iron sharpens iron. And that's what men need to do to lift each other up and to um, hold each other accountable and like iron sharpens iron. So you can visit him there. Tell your husbands to check him out. And let's see what else. That's pretty much it, I guess, until the next podcast. Um, if you want, you can send me ideas for new podcast episodes. I'm enjoying getting emails and messages on Facebook that you guys are enjoying the podcast. So thank you for that. If you have episodes or things you want me to talk about, just let me know. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.